Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. You know how this past weekend for the second Sunday of Advent, we had that first reading from the prophet Isaiah where we hear the Lord saying through the prophet, comfort, give comfort to my people. There's something that my heart feels very similar to, um, well, it's a very similar feeling in the heart, I should say, when I hear Jesus in this gospel saying, come to me, all you who are weary and labor and find life burdensome, and I will give you rest. Doesn't that sound great? I'm just like, let's just acknowledge that, right? It sounds great. I'm just struck so often how, like, there are many days by the end of the day, like, I know I just had a, a birthday recently, I'm, I'm only 35, but I'm struck how I'm still, at the end of the day, so often so spent, so, so, so spent, and just getting into bed is one of the most delightful things that there is. I'm amazed at my own humanity in that way, I guess, like, my, my limits, my, um, my poverty, I should put it that way, how quickly my energy gets zapped, how, um, how quickly I grow faint, how quickly I grow weary, right? Juxtapose that, my experience, your experience, juxtapose our human experience to what we hear the Lord saying in that first reading we have today at Mass from the prophet Isaiah, saying about the Lord that he does not grow faint, nor does he grow weary at all. He doesn't grow faint and he doesn't grow weary at all. He never stops. He never slows. He's always approaching at like an infinite speed. I mean, think about every statue of the Sacred Heart you've ever seen. Like the statue we have of the Sacred Heart on our parking lot. You always have, in the way that he's depicted, the Lord always has one foot in front of the other, as if to always indicate that he's on the approach. He's moving towards us. Right, or the Lord says in the night of the Last Supper, it's not you who chose me, but I who chose you. Right, he's the one who takes the initiative. Right, God is the, he's the prodigal bridegroom. The prodigal bridegroom. He's, he, he himself is the one who is the active and initiating and the outward like, lover. He's the one who initiates the gift of creation. He's the one who initiates the gift of redemption and salvation. It was... God who said in Genesis 3, I will do something about this broken relationship. It was God who set about forming covenants. It was God who pursued the people. It was God who, in his tireless pursuit of them, right? He is, he is Aslan from the Chronicles of Narnia, always on the move, right? He's on the move. He's on the prowl. He's, he is the, he's the hunter who's always stalking the prey, right? We're the prey, who's looking, he's not looking to consume and destroy us, he's looking to woo and win us back. C.S. Lewis, he said that, that Christianity is the story, we, most people think of religion as the story of man's pursuit of God, when in fact Christianity, true religion, he says, it's the story of the cat pursuing the mouse, right? We are the hunted, we are the pursued, that's how this goes. He doesn't grow faint or weary, of his pursuit of us, of his pursuit of you. He's the good shepherd who's always going after the one lost. He doesn't grow faint 
or weary of pursuing us, nor does he even grow faint or weary or tiresome of just us in general. Like, how quickly do we grow tired of ourselves, weary of ourselves, being with ourselves? Like, how many of us harbor the suspicion that, like, surely, Lord, surely, like, you must get tired of watching me fail and fall and struggle with the same stuff over and over and over again? Like, you got, I mean, like, do we not grow weary of that with each other? So surely, Lord, you must grow weary and tired of me. You must get weary and tired of waiting for me to show up in prayer or like waiting for me to finally stop talking to give you a chance to talk. Like have you ever been in a conversation with someone who just, just all they're doing is talking at you and there's no like, well, what about you? Like surely, Lord, you must grow weary of that in me, that I just never give you the time or space to talk, right? Or you must grow weary or tired of forgiving me of the same stuff over and over and over again. Right? I could just come to confession with the same, like, just, you know, with the same tape and just say, let's, let's roll it back, Father. We'll just, you know, it's the same thing last week. You got to grow weary, right? And you know what he says to all of that? It's just a simple and resounding no. <laughs> no, I, I never find you burdensome. I never find you wearisome. I never, I never get tired of you. I never get tired of pursuing you, and I never get weary or tired of you. You're not like the grandkids that I'm just like, okay, I've spent five days with you. I'm ready to give you back to your parents. Like, that's not, that's not my heart for you. I never grow wearied of waiting for you. I never grow weary of forgiving you. I never grow weary of pursuing you. It's for reasons that I can't fathom, that we can't fathom, that... that we matter that much to him. We matter that much to him. Like, our God who needs nothing has an infinite patience for us. St. Paul, when he was describing love, of all the adjectives in the, of all the languages that he could have first used, love is patient. Love is kind. He is so patient with us. He doesn't grow weary. He doesn't grow tired of you. And that's really good news. Amen.